Hello and welcome to the heart-pounding realm of paintball enthusiasts. This is the Behind the Bunker Paintball Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Ansich, and together we're about to plunge into some captivating stories, strategies, and gear that fuel the adrenaline-packed world of paintball. With me, I have Gavin Sharma. <laughs> yes, my friends. Welcome to an Adrenaline Charge Adventure on Behind the Bunker podcast. I'm Gavin Sharma, your host for an immersive dive into the world of paintball, where we'll unpack a gripping story, dissect winning strategies, and chat with masterminds who bring this thrilling game to life. Get ready to load up on your knowledge and lock into excitement. And I'm Joe Kimson. Not only is it garbage, garbage night in Cambridge tonight, but get ready to explore the tactical universe of paintball like never before as we prevent the Behind the Bunker Paintball podcast. I'm Joe Kimson, and I invite you to join me on a journey through the exhilarating battles, cutting-edge gear, and passionate community that define the essence of the paintball adventure on Behind the Bunker. Yeah, thank you for joining us as we step into the covert world of paintball warfare with the Behind the Bunker podcast. I'm Josh, your guide to uncovering tactics, triumphs, and tales that shape the exciting landscape of paintball sports. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's good. It's so good. So we had... It's not terrible. No, I had... Chat GPT write us new intros for everybody. So holy you know, guys, you know what would have been better? To, not better, Todd. Because nothing can beat what we just did. But if we were reading and you had us moving our lips, it would almost be like one of those movies from the seventies, one of those um, ninja movies. So I almost downloaded an app that would have taken any video that I could find and superimposed your faces on them. Kind of like they do at Christmas when you do those jib jabs, but a little better with the AI. So, like, I could have had, like, Gavin as Celine Dion or something saying something in his own voice, but with her body. Do you know what I mean? Like, would it have been his face? That'd be hot. (laughs) Dear God. Wasn't that Gavin's nickname in college? My heart would go on. Yeah, so you could have picked. Draw me me like one of your French whores. (laughs) That's his, his brother's Dion Sharma. Yes. <laughs> Celine, you just figured Celine, that out. Right. Celine Dion Sharma. Uh, right. You can stare pictures of him and get turned yeah. on, Joe. Ew. <sighs> In his Mantis jersey? Wow, listen to Mr. Ego. Just because he looks like pictures of you doesn't mean he's going to get turned on. <laughs> Anyways, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to our paintball podcast. That's what this is nonsense is all about. Tomorrow, or tonight's topic will be what is the best scenario or mission you ever played? And we'll get to that a little later on in the program. Make sure you guys download the paintball.media magazine. The online edition is now up. Uh, This popped up on my timeline. This was eight years ago. Eight years ago. That was our brand new studio. That's when we all had livers. Yeah. Or most of them. Look at that liquor cabinet. There's actually space to put stuff on now. I have so much booze. I Yeah. Monday morning, my livers start shaking. We've certainly cut down on our booze consumption. Uh, You have. That's back when uh, Seb Seb, our guest last week, was on the show. Uh, This was also in John Jones' timeline. I I, I don't know how many years ago this was, but I just wanted to point out he's wearing his behind-the-bunker patch, as one does. Uh, Can't be that long ago. After last week's... I I think that was a couple years ago, because I think we've seen that on the show before. Um, After last week's discussions about jail sandwiches... Uh, Lisa Weaver sends this in. This was on Todd Wilbur's uh, Instagram page. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> the sandwich police. Yeah, they would be. It would be delicious to be uh, reprimanded by the sandwich police, it, wouldn't it? It would be more believable if it was the sandwich. The sandwich. No sandwich. Sandwich. Yeah, close enough. Well, like the, that's or a sa- right? sandwich would be one that would have sandwich. like a heavy sauce on it. Yeah. Um, Back when it was actually meant something, this came up on Devin Schwartz's uh, five years ago uh, on his Facebook page. This was shared by Tipman. It has a picture of Flag Raiders. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of back when that meant meant something, I suppose. Um, Josh was just at the Canadian Tire, which is your Dick's Meets Napa Auto Parts. Uh, no, meets like Pep Boys, I think, is their... Oh, okay. I don't know if they have Napa. And now, no, they must, because it's a NASCAR. Yeah, and then yeah. also meets... Um, I can't think of the ridiculously the dollar store. cheap 
tool store you guys have because now it's Harbor Freight. Harbor Freight. Har- meets Harbor Freight. Thank you. It's just it's exponentially more expensive than Harbor Freight. So yeah. yeah. Uh, but if you look in the case, I'll see if I can zoom in here. We saw these at ex- Extravaganza. These are the throwable paintballs. I don't see dust on them because they're in a case, but you reckon they've been there a while? Oh, yeah, I think so. Um, Look at the cryptic. Can I just point something out here on how well that photo looks? I don't know how well it looks on um, Facebook or whatever, but I took that with a $200 smartphone. Nice. You're not going to push your smartphone address (laughs) agenda on us, are you? No, but like that's like... (laughs) That's not bad, right? It's like, not bad. It's good. No, you're right. But look at this. Gelby. They even sell gel ba- blaster stuff. Good for Canadian Tire for getting on the bandwagon. Well done. They actually have someone knowing what they're what they're doing in there. And surprise for you, there's some of those in your pool right now. <sighs> what, Gelbys? Yeah. Oh, did you throw <laughs> some in? Yeah. <laughs> We're going to go have a jelly ball fight <laughs> Half after. a million <laughs> nice. of them. Nice. Um, yeah, and they're nice to see they have CO2 still, too. Together tomorrow, a uh, charity event at Hell Survivors happening this weekend. Thanks to Mad Frog Paintball and Q106. Make sure you guys check that out. If you're in the area, uh, go on and help a charity out. Also, Full Gap happening November 3rd to 5th. That's uh, at Command Decision War Game Center, if you guys want to go check that out. Um, that's about it. That's all I've got right now. We'll get into some more stuff as the night goes on. We have the vault to get to. We have mail time. We have a topic. And tonight, I promise you, we're going to get to prices right because I have uh, I, I, I have some stuff for you guys. Um, why don't we get into Joe's vault? And when we get back, maybe we'll get uh, right into mail time. Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flagler's Paintball here with another segment of From the Vault where we go back in history, back in the early days of paintball, show you something that's kind of cool, something that's kind of neat, and something you may not have seen before. Today is no different. I go deep into the vault and I pulled out, ding, this article. Someone did a project, entrepreneurial study, Joe Kempson flag graders for their teacher. There's the students, and it was dated October 15th, 1990. You look very closely at this. It appears to be printed on a dot matrix printer. This was their first small business project. Um, I'm a graduate of Conestoga Stu- uh, College where they did the project. Um, began flagging in 1983 after working in Mississauga for two years as a sales representative. I decided upon the survival game business after playing in Hamilton at Golden Horseshoe Survival, as many of you know. Um, the first the first actual survival game was held on June 12, 19... Oh, our first game was held June 12, 1983. I did not know the exact date, but now we know, so this is good. I even learned something from the vault talks a little bit about our field our different playing fields a little bit about scenario scenarios location obviously there's nothing in here about uh, zoning or anything because this all predates zoning um our expansion economic influences best form of advertising is word of mouth especially around the college pamphlets are sent out to group organizers competition um, many fields in southern Ontario, closest being Woodlawn and Kitchener, Ultimate and Milton, Combat and Ajax, Flag Survivors in London, Golden Horseshoe and Hamilton. So lots of competition in the 90s. Uh, financial management, my mother did it all. And there's one of our brochures. Um, that's Appendix 1. And there's a group photograph we would send out to different players. The liability waiver that people would sign. Let's see who it's from. doesn't say who it is. It might be... Uh, it's Control Systems, which was an American company back in the day, which is kind of cool. We used to, uh, did, a mag- did a magazine that we sent out to everybody. It's actually called From the Bunker, a journal for today's adventure. We included some articles, mag- clippings, things like that, and a little bit more. Anyway, thanks for watching this week's segment of From the Vault, and we'll see you next week. Pew, pew. So that was the, this week's segment from the vault. I was looking for something to do, and I was going through the filing cabinet, and I, I, I saw that. I thought it w- was interesting. But things to note, um, that's from 1990, a project. They did it with a dot matrix printer. The Flag Raider brochure, um, notice the pink highlights. That's because we shot exclusively in that era um, California Magnum solar pink paintballs, and then we, we evolved to... Um, RP Shear PK2, which is a two-tone pink, light pink 
and a darker pink with a pink fill. Yeah. Um, what else? The waiver form was from uh, Control Systems, which was a company in the States that did field insurance uh, back then. So it was kind of neat. And our first game was apparently June 12th, 1983, which is listed in the project. So that's uh, kind of neat. So but you used to have to send out, I was saying off the air, we, were, we used to have to send out stuff to group organizers, people that were calling for information. So you'd send them a package. And in that package would have like a sign-up sheet and a how-to... Um, you know how to take deposits and you know did they pay yes no and 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 you know how to submit stuff and what to do like faqs like what to bring on the day of and what to wear and you know what to expect that sort of stuff and like pictures of you know guy in certain clothing to show what you know what you're getting you're getting a camouflage jacket with you know this gun but you can upgrade to this gun and this the guy looked cooler because it was more money and yeah, all that stuff that you take for granted that would be on like websites and, and, and right, TV that screens. That that, Roche, that project predates websites because Jeremy, I think, did my website in 1992. It actually predates Todd. I don't think it predates Gavin. I was born in '93. <laughs> <laughs> when you guys when you guys were doing all this for the first time, figuring all this out, I wasn't even one. Hmm. Wolf Critchell says, just in time for the crypt. I mean, the vault. Just in time. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. We were also talking about uh, how we used to, in school, though, not for not for the company, but uh, we used to do dados or dittos, we called them. Or Xerox machine. It's yeah. smelling as it came off the printer. Was there a limit on ditto machines? Like, or ditto copies? Like, if you were to do one, how many could you get? I don't know. Like, infinite. But no. was it? Well, the ink would run out. There I was just a, a, so much, there's right? There's like a wheel, and yeah, it was like it was like an old-fashioned printing press. But it really. would take the ink off the ditto. Oh, true, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. That that would be a good. That'd be a Google question. All right. Well, you know what? We all have questions sometimes, and uh, a lot of you guys have sent them in, and also posted up on our social media channels. Why don't we do some uh, mail time and get our feet wet? Mail time. Mail Ladies and gentlemen, it is mail time, time where I get to rip open my sack and read some of the correspondence that you have sent in. Uh, this week is a little bit light, but no, uh, yeah, yeah, we, we have a few questions in the bag and in the hopper as well. Uh, so Todd, why don't you show up some visuals? Uh, this one here from Happy Holton. He asked, would CO2 make it easier for someone to open a paintball field? It used to, but not now. It's not as cost effective anymore. Yeah. Well, you're not buying a compressor. But if you're a guy opening up an in, a, like a paintball field now, a compressor is going to cost you ten grand easily for a small one, where CO2 is going to cost you a scale, a fill station, and the tanks would be consumable. But you'd be paying for them as you're going along. It'd probably them, be right? yeah, probably be easier to do CO2 if you're starting. I would agree. Do, do you not have to have someone like actually certified to handle that though? Depending on where you are. No, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe check check your local local regulate regulations. Yeah, but you know what? Like, here's the thing: if you're if you're starting a paintball field from scratch and you're in a small, densely populated or small populated area, and you don't think your business is going to grow quickly, CO two would be it. If you're opening in a metroplex and you think you're going to be there for a number of years and you're putting a big investment in, you might as well start with high pressure air because there's no sense replacing all those co2 tanks and replace and and to fill a co2 tank my god you gotta take it off the gun you gotta it's wait it's you, a, gotta, you gotta chill it it's not a, it's not a, it's <laughs> and exactly. then you're attracting all the mosquitoes and right yeah you're creating greenhouse gas emissions and stuff especially if your field is near a close to a infested bog oh, mosquito, mosquito infested, infested bog, bog. <laughs> with 30 40 50 guys in line for co2 <laughs> <laughs> yeah was, was there ever um uh, speaking of that Tipman commercial, was there ever a television commercial with that particular Tipman ad? Do you know? I I know I've seen the ads for it, like the print ads, but I've never seen a. I'm trying to think back to yesteryear when Paintball Two Extremes, whatever was on TV. In the beginning, uh, Spike, Ning did they have Paintball exclusive ads <laughs> on there, or was it just they cut the commercials, whatever Spike was doing? It would. It I would can't be. Remember. There would have been manufacturers' ads for sure. Spider would have had some. I can't be, remember. Like it would somebody's be got a copy of this uh, somewhere. Really yeah. cool to recreate 
some of the ads, but now you can do it with your iPhone as opposed to, you know, instead of having a poster, but recreate, you know, someone sliding down a hill in through a mosquito infested bog and coming up out of the water and shooting their tip in. It'd be yeah. pretty cool. Hey, Wolf says, uh, will we ever see a paintball field in a Metroplex area uh, with these real estate prices? I, I agree with you, but if you look at uh, Gatsplat in Texas, they're only indoor fields, and he invested good money and is, seems to be doing well because he's been doing it for a while. Um, but he built his buildings to suit. There's no support columns on his on his uh, playing field. He's got it properly carpeted and lit, and uh, yeah. But anyways, um, second visual I have here is from. Kevin M. Osborne says, what's your go-to paintball snack? Leave me alone, Todd. Leave me alone. <laughs> <sighs> I have to say, I'm a, I am ai always have granola bars in my in my pack. Not, not my paintball pack, but in my, uh, my gear bag. Because uh, they're easy. You can eat one on the way to the field. You can whatever. They're, they're simple. Um, yeah, I don't know. What else would you... The same thing, like a protein bar. I like me um, a good Snickers bar, maybe some wine gums. <laughs> Did you just say I like me? A- I like me. I do. I like me a, a good Snickers bar, some wine gums, licorice, peanuts, or um, some. some oh, sometimes yeah. you can get a, a bag of um, protein nuts like pineapple and sunflower seeds and trail mix. Trail mix. I eat that yeah. as long as it doesn't have cashews. Bon Chick says uh, beef jerky. The jerky, That's a baby. Great one. Uh, or meat sticks. Um, what about like uh, Boy Scouts little meat sticks? Boy Scout meat sticks. Yeah, that's, uh, you guys can't say that. Why? Why? I that's what they so. sell. That's, I guess so. <laughs> Roger Weaver likes the granola bars with chocolate chips. Amen, my brother. That's hundred uh, percent. I like dark chocolate with uh, sea salt and caramel. Cliff Bar don't melt, says Jason Smith. Nor does uh, M and M's. Uh, trail mix says Wolf. I like the trail mix that has cranberries in it. Or with the M and M's or whatever they have in this. Yeah. 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 Oh. Um, Something a little sweet and savory. Oh. Yeah. Um, Lisa Weber go to snack is Jack and Coke. <laughs> that works too. <laughs> you get jacked up from the Coke or just Jack? Yeah. What about some nice light sushi, Josh? I don't know how you guys eat. Something heavily in the middle ma- of the day. Something heavily mayonnaise based. Yeah, yeah. No, but we're not having like a gourmet dinner. We're just having like a like a cliff bar or a granola bar. Just some carbs keep you going. I think I would be better off having a yogurt and a tall glass of milk. Yeah. Like I, milk honestly, was a bad choice. With the exception of having like a couple of hot dogs, like Raider dogs at lunch, I usually don't eat until long after. Yeah. Poor Josh. It'd be quiet out there on the front. He would just finish his mil- his glass of milk and he's out there playing and everybody's hunkered down trying to listen to what's happening and you just hear... Hear the rumble in the jungle. Like, ooh, yeah. ooh, take that milk. Oh, you see me stand up and go, I have to poo now. <laughs> That's nice. Um, Corey just tuned in. Hello, Corey. 20 Perfect timing for Corey. Joshua Estrada says, I remember when we had to go to sports stores just to fill up a 20 ounce tank. Yeah. Um, what else? Like, even dried potato, like, not dried potatoes, but potato it, chips would be good. They're always something dry. Salty, something yeah. salty for the, for the yeah. heat. Yeah. So, yeah. I, on occasion, I do bring a little sleeve from the gas station of salt and vinegar peanuts and an apple. Oh. Yeah. Anything from, I think anything from a convenience store or gas station would be acceptable. Sushi. Yeah. Beef yeah. jerky. Uh, like potato chips crisps or anything like that. A hot dog that's been there we, since we the can't silent get them. The, the pizza flavored um, what is those? combos. Combos. The pizza <laughs> yeah. flavored combos we can't get in Canada. No, but they're they're in my gear bag if we're playing stateside because they're great. If you get the pizza flavored ones, they're they're, they're rocking. So greasy and then they're not. It's greasy. not really greasy. Hey, they're, they're more like greasy me. than they are. <laughs> Do you not find potato chips like greasy? No, not <laughs> not at all. Greasy. Soul glow. Now that's another thing that's greasy. A street taco says Dan and Hardy. I would eat tacos if there was a taco truck there. A walking taco in the bag. 
have, have you had those before? No, they're great. The, well, walking taco. Yeah, basically, oh, it's just, yeah, they're basically just Doritos, and it's all basically it's a, it's a salad. It's all the toppings, like oh. your ground beef and stuff like that. And you just yeah, you're just you eating know, it out of the bag. Yeah, in a bag of Doritos. Um, oh, speaking we, of that, we should talk about the food at the CNE. Oh, yeah, we'll get like a deep fried pizza slice. Lisa Weber, they bring bananas and pickles, but I, I stopped eating bananas um, when I'm going to play paintball. I'm going to be outside because they're high in potassium. Potassium attracts mosquitoes. He it was asked to switch to pineapple. I know it does it does prevent, but then I would eat a kiwi or something. Yeah. What about? Um, oh, we just talked about that. Yeah. So pizza. I bought a pizza from the Walmart yesterday, and it was a taco pizza. So it was like as if you were eating a taco. It had ground beef, okay. like tomato, like all your... It was terrible. I tried. It sounds terrible. It was good. Um, the best part of Walmart now, though, is the um, foreign food section. There's a Chinese Lay's potato chip section. Oh, interesting. Oh, those are Where awful. you can get cucumber potato chips. And tomato. They're and awful. tomato and chicken. They're wretched. Huh. Tomato and chicken, not so terrible. But the cucumber is... all. Joe's bang on with the ratchet comment. We had a friend that was going to buy a chippery franchise to make potato chips. Yes, that's right. That's too bad. I would have liked. I would have liked to have had some of those. Could have worked there. So Reaper in the chat wants to know if this is a cooking show. It uh, always is a cooking a show. And you bro- know what? That sorry, the, the guy. He always says that, but the night he tunes in, is, we're talking about food. God damn it, David! <laughs> is he angered because we haven't mentioned any kosher stuff? Or? Nice to see you, David Justice Reaper. Justice. Bond chick is partial to the ditch chicken pizza. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite. Chicken is gritty. It better be. It was in a ditch. Wash it off some swamp water before you. Is there another question? There's some questions. Yeah, I'm just waiting for this to die. (laughs) Uh, Josh, we didn't we we didn't get to you. You 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 like milkshakes? You said. What else? Yeah, honestly, like I'll have a protein shake in the morning. Yeah. Um, blend, like in the blender with a banana and a little bit of peanut butter and chocolate flavor protein and then during the day I won't eat anything if I do it's salt really? and vinegar how peanuts you, and there an you apple. go okay there you go because how do you get through that you need the carbs the day? baby you need so, the carbs though I did find this out recently and I, I think I've mentioned it before apparently the number one like carb energy snack scientifically based is one cup of Pepsi and a banana you were saying that's a couple of weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, I didn't, Pepsi, look, I didn't yes. look at that study, but yeah. And it has to be Pepsi, not can't be Coke. There's something in Pepsi okay. that, or or there's something in Coke that makes it not work, or something in Pepsi that makes Could it, it work. Could it be crab juice? Ew! I think it's something else. Uh Brian Foster gets the last comment of this topic. He says, "Zuby's milkshakes bring all the boys to the yard, or <laughs> bring you all to the field." Sorry. All right. So in my sack, I've got a question from Phoenix Gasparini. Uh, Phoenix wants to know, just wondering if Butterworth is cooking up anything new. Any updates on the 40th anniversary autococker? Uh, um, it might be 40 years in the making. We're not going to lie to you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, haven't we, heard anything lately. Well, we should we should really actually push him on that. Reach out to Button. We haven't seen him in a while. All right, so Wolf Critchell has another question for us. He wants to know, what made you choose this game slash hobby over others? Let's go around the horn for this one. Joseph, how about you? Why paintball? I don't know. I didn't really have a summer activity. I had a, a bike I would ride around and, and stuff, but I didn't really have anything. I enjoyed the camouflage and dressing up. I, You know, it's sort of an interactive version of cosplay. I could do it with my friends, and I met new people. I would say that that's why. Joshua? And I invented it. Uh, golf was getting too expensive. <laughs> yeah. Before I played paintball, I was playing softball on a beer league on Sunday afternoons. I enjoyed that. Um, but it was sort of just whatever. And then I tried paintball. And let's be honest, if you're an adrenaline junkie, how can you, after you've played once, how can you not play it again and again? Uh, so yeah, it was if, an easy thing. If you've literally played Plus any other sport, baseball is boring. Yeah. 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 It was the same thing. You know, I played a lot of organized sports, uh, but didn't have the same appeal as when I... I, I always wanted to play paintball after seeing uh, um, 
from the bunker newsletters, uh, <laughs> seeing uh, army trucks out of my friend Joe's house. Uh, uh, yes, thinking, right. I'm thinking, wow, that's awesome. I got to do that. Um, and I, th- I told this many times in the past. Uh, I wasn't able to, to, to play. My parents wouldn't sign the uh, the release form. Oh, it was the forbidden fruit. Yeah. So it was just like a paintball was a war game to them, right? So they didn't understand it. Um, they, you know, after having conversations later, they certainly regretted um, not signing that earlier because it's been such a positive influence in, in my life. So it got um, you out of the house. It, it did. Yeah. So it got me out of the house and uh, running around uh, in a mosquito infested box. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, any other sport that I, I played didn't have the same uh, bite, didn't have the same adrenaline, didn't have the same excitement for me. So that's why I chose this. Um, I'm still involved in other stuff, but paintball is still uh, it still has the same, it'd be uh, nice same if, drive. It'd be nice if we could get open so we could all be involved in flag raiders more. I, I would agree, my friend. Yeah. That would help. Some involvement would be nice. Some involvement. Bonchick <laughs> um, says Budor is recovering re- uh, from a heart valve replacement surgery. Okay. I wonder if they used a stock cocker valve Just or if more excuses. <laughs> yeah, he had a bunch of spare parts. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe he put the Oracle valve in. <laughs> yeah. Maybe some QEVs. I hope he's doing well. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. Brian Foster's hypothesizing Joe was into furries 40 years too early. It could be. Could be. No comment, Joe. All right, we can move on. Uh, <laughs> That's a confirm nor deny. Devin Lopes wants to know, how do you guys feel about the marker weight overall? In regards to playing and performance, I have a field 170R, and it is like weightlessness. But the 170R, a lot more speed for moving around. If you have an M170R, I don't think you're going to get much lighter. You don't need to get much lighter than that. It's pretty awesome as it is. I mean, we've all come from playing with impulses bricks. and bricks and tipmans and yeah. you know even an a5 in all due respect i mean that was a heavy gun he used hell, to have even have dm4 a, used to have an a5 with a cyclone feed yeah. on it and anti-siphon on it. yeah <laughs> well then you put a 20 ounce co2 tank yeah. on it, but but then look at the early days of you know you had a vm68 and you had a 20 ounce tank on that then you Not had only a, 12 ounce. then you had a then you had a 12 ounce <laughs> CO2 out the front. Then you put a hopper on it. The thing weighed a ton. Yeah. You, couldn't, you couldn't fit a 20 ounce on a VM68 unless it was running at the back. Yeah, because so that was I the mean, front on, bottle. On, I mean, on the stock. Yeah. And then a, then a, a 10 or 12 ounce out the front. It was insane. I, I don't know if anyone's done this. I'm curious to see. If you take your gun, whatever it may, may be, and you take it, take it off and you weigh it just on its own, then you weigh a tank. 200 rounds plus your loader i mean your gun is the least of what you're carrying i bet you know it'd be interesting to to have sort of a comparison of what you know typically what 200 paintballs weighs what 500 paintballs weigh what you know your pod pack full of paint weighs that'd be sort of an interesting then you load up your plate carry and you put a camel back on then you know boots and as long as you keep your darn tough socks dry then you know they're weightless um, Jacob Palomino says paintball is the only sport that is exhilarating even when you lose. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Like, I was going to make a comment about how, you know, Gavin loses a lot, but you don't have to be physically fit even to play paintball. Like, not at all. You know, you go to the squash courts and you're going to see the same sort of build because that's just kind of what you do, but you come to a paintball field and you've got different roles, different speeds it's different athletic abilities so from the couch potato all the way up to the, uh, the olympian right like yeah. they, who's in the peak physical form um there's there is a niche uh for everybody to play this game yeah um roger weber says uh back in the day that weight meant decent firepower yeah lisa yeah. weber says the phenom is heavy too it was, yes. wasn't it? Yeah, it was. But if you go back, go back. Don't forget that you know after the Titman, then um, Empire came out, or BT came out with the TM7 and the TM15. They were, um, alu- you know, they TM7 were was magnesium. plastic, and the TM15 was magnesium, which was yeah. really you know cutting edge back in the day. It was as far as you know components for making something lighter. Yeah. Weight is another reason why I love my Phantom, says Thomas Port. Yeah, another gun that doesn't have. Yeah. yeah. Jeff, I have your envelope on my desk. We ran out of stickers. I have more coming. So they'll go out probably this week or first of next week. So stand by. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, if you need some extra, I was just reading your correspondence. If you're going to need some extra to give to Bond Chick, maybe I'll put a couple extra in there. Um, how many do you need? Let me know. Um, yeah. Any other questions? That's it for the sack. Wow. Quick sack. Uh, I have a statement. Uh-oh. No, to make. Josh has a statement. I Spirit better. duplicators, often called ditto machines. Oh, okay. Used in paper master sheet similar to a carbon paper print, up to 40 purple or green copies before the master was depleted. Sorry, what was the number? 40? 40. Okay. A mimeograph or stencil duplicator also used a paper master sheet, but allowed the user to make more copies in a wide range of colors. Hmm. Um, Keith Kissel said someone make a gun out of aluminum foil. It's I pronounced um, aluminium. I had some 3D printing done this weekend, and I can't believe how light that stuff is just on its own. I wonder if they'll be able to 3D print a gun body. That ghost, stuff ghost is guns. Ghost guns. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I shouldn't get into that, but it it's very, like the plastic seems unbreakable, um, and it's very light. I wonder if... But again, like how much? Really? Okay, yeah, you, you take a Planet Eclipse M170R or whatever. Uh, do you really need a lighter gun than that? Mm. Mm. At some point or another, the heaviest part of your gun becomes a paint. Yeah. Because a case of paint weighs 14 pounds, right? I think so, yeah. Does it really? Yeah. No, I think it weighs 16 or 18 pounds. Yeah. So you've been carrying uh, 14 pounds on your back with your strike loader? Yeah. Yeah. Plus nice. batteries. Is a strike loader for sale yet? Strike strike Remember how we used to check check their website to see if they were selling yet? Yeah. Well, let's see if the website's still around. All right. Well, why don't we move on, ladies and gentlemen? I'm going to tell you about my good friends over at Planet Eclipse. Did you know from point man to podium, Planet Eclipse Performance paintball hardware and gear is designed, manufactured, and perfected to operate when the pressure is on or even when there is no pressure at all? Get Planet Eclipse, ladies and gentlemen, and take on the world. E.g., the Smoke Grenade Company has been providing the players, the playmakers, the photographers, and the storytellers of Battlefield Brilliance, Brilliant Colors, and creating wonderfully brilliant tales since 2005. Make sure your next adventure includes E.g. Hashtag Pop Smoke. Arabs. Give inflation a whole new meaning. Designed, manufactured, and handcrafted in America by Brent. Stainless steel hardware and thick welded seams will keep everybody in play all day. Get Arabs and stay up at Arabs.com. Finally, the 10-year wait is over. The strike loader is... Oh, sorry, wrong read. Um, <laughs> Ruthless. Rome was not built in the day, but you sure can look good while doing it. Ruthless now offers fully supplemented team packages. Everything you need to look oh so good on the road to victory. It was the promo code BTB15 to save 15% on your order. Exalt, taking accessories and gear to the next level. Get Exalt for the next level design, products, and materials. Whether you're a beginner, upgrading, or pro breaking out, get Exalt, which is available worldwide. DLX Technologies, creator of the TM40 marker and accessories, used by some of the best light, sleek, and fast. Get yourself a TM40 only, available from DLX. Ride 519. Whether you're riding on pavement, pathway, sand, or gravel, you can blaze your own trail with the one wheel. And before you ride off into the sunset or sunrise, use the promo code BTB10 to save 10% off your new ride at ride519.com. Hashtag ride519. Tanks, everything is bigger in Texas. It is at Tanks Big Man Adventure Park, Houston's one stop for all ages of action. Tank hits the target every time with Jelly Ball, Low Impact, Regular Paintball, Airsoft, and Axe Book your next adventure with the Big Man. Hashtag get tanks. All right, so thank you to all of our great sponsors and for you guys uh, that watch every week. Um, one thing I do want to say is, uh, first of all, thank you to Archie for sending some stars. I saw that. That's awesome. Um, and uh, who was it here that just, and Jeff Thompson. Uh, was, I'm looking for Roger Weaver's comment. He said, uh, they're already 3D printing guns. Uh, he said, uh, oh, here it is. Uh, I have uh, markers printed with TIPX internal, says George Hay instead. Sorry, that's who, meant, who I meant to say. So can, yeah, can could you three D? Sorry, could you three D print a TIPX shell? Probably, probably, because they're just plastic. If you, right? had the, if you had the open source software, but, well, you can get scanners too now. Apparently, that are pretty decent. The three D scan stuff. I didn't realize how fast 
the 3D print happens as well. Um, the technology has come pretty far, pretty far, pretty fast. Um, Bag of Chips was doing some printing uh, for me, and he um, set up a live Twitch stream and sent me the link <laughs> so I could great. watch it print. I thought that was great. I, but you can get them in like ceramic now too, right? Bonchick said 101 so, yeah. Oh, boy. So oh. Bonchick has uh, surpassed uh, uh, Archie. So let's see who's going to beat Bonchick at 101 stars. Archie's going to send 103 <laughs> just to get ahead of the curve. Can we call this the Star Wars? Please. Ooh, oh, I like oh. it. Look at you, marketing genius. <laughs> there we go. Um, all right. Well, why don't we move on to tonight's topic, ladies and gentlemen, and that is uh, what has been your best mission or scenario that you've ever been? And unfortunately, you guys kind of misunderstood, but still, you know, you you did get most of the assignment right. I guess I was maybe you should have phrased it like, "What was the greatest game you had come up with?" Like capture the flag is a simple game, but like something a little bit different. But you kind of took it as what scenario games or or big games that you've ever played but that's a, that's fine we'll work with that happy olden wants to know which decade uh <laughs> alistair albert hayes says uh charlie the chocolate factor was a must uh the, the the most fun he's had ever uh paintballing fighting over chocolate bars instead of flags that would be a good scenario so that you i like that we should put that in our quiver and if you didn't want the points, you just ate it. Uh, so having to find ingredients, and later on on that game, somebody baked a cake. The rest were all dressed as Oompa Loompas. Huh. Pretty fun. Um, I've always wanted to play in a Command & Conquer game. Nod versus GI. GDI. We did a red alert. Yeah, I know. I didn't get to play in it, though. <laughs> okay. He sounded really, really excited about that. I miss it. I'm, oh, okay. I'm still kind of... We did a red alert. It. Some, I don't know when it was, but we did it. It was a winter one, wasn't it? No, it was summer. Was it some? Yeah, because everyone had the ore truck drivers had red T-shirts. Oh, it said red alert. Then they went. Then they walked around going affirmative engineering. <laughs> Can't I have more shoes? Nebnella says Deadlands Reloaded in the late nineties or ni- late nineteen hundreds in the Wild West. He played a character red and white, uh, a Métis ranch hand from uh, Canadian territory. He rode his newly purchased steed to a Apache reservation uh, to trade uh, incomplete dragon skeleton. Um, so we had a Simpsons themed game and that was an easy one. That one almost written it wrote itself. We had, uh, that was a very fun day. What, what, did, what, what was it? Does anybody remember? Was it East and West Springfield Could Springfield versus Shelbyville? Was it though? Cause I thought we had it. Ah, maybe. There's not enough Shelbyville characters. Yeah. I thought we did East versus West like that one episode and then divided it up. Um, Maybe. but I don't recall. But yeah, those that was a fun one. That was Canadian Carnage, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Uh, it was a Carnage. Yeah, I remember yeah. refing that. I remember having to escort somebody off the field uh, <laughs> for that game. Who just Barney? Uh, yeah, went went to uh, went to Moe's uh, and <laughs> yeah. spent a little bit too much time at Moe's. So yeah, yeah. Um, I still remember the best prize of all time. Worst player ever. <laughs> yes. Um, we also have an announcement to make, and I know this is probably at the wrong time of the show to do it, but you oh, know what? It's no time like now. Let's go. I would like to congratulate uh, Jeff Thompson and Bond Chick for their uh, engagement. <laughs> Congratulations. Oh, yeah, Jeff Thompson just pr- pr- uh, proposed in the live chat, and it uh, looks like Bond Chick accepted. I, I don't know if there's going to be a prenup. But, uh, I want to go to that wedding if there's sandwiches, though. Uh, yes. Can you tell me who's catering oh, before sandwich. you send out your wedding invites? sandwiches? <laughs> this could very quickly lead to divorce sandwiches, too. <laughs> but hold on. Our wedding sandwiches, would they be classy wedding? Or would that be a hobo wedding if you had sandwiches? Oh, yeah. Are we talking like wedding wedding? Like Italian wedding? Yeah. Or are we talking about well, hobo wedding, wedding in general? I can see at the midnight buffet having like funeral sandwiches served as like a snack at midnight. I always, I always appreciate the midnight buffet. Not a buffet. That's just pizza. Pizza and stuff. Roll it in because that's what you want anyway. You're, you're, I guess. You've had a little bit too much to drink anyway. And you want something greasy and, and bread. I guess. To, yeah. Yeah. We that. did hot dogs at yep. our midnight see, I buffet. I thought that was clever. We, yeah. I that's, was at one where it was build your own poutine. At midnight, that wasn't that wasn't too terrible. Yeah. Not to get off subject, but I've been to a midnight buffet at a Portuguese wedding that had over four hundred people, and they had a lobster tree. Yeah, buddy, and just like oh, yep. the re- we'll get into that another time. But my God, I was at a <laughs> I I was at a wedding. A friend of mine was Italian, married a Portuguese woman. Jeez, crazy. 
that wedding was I sh- I kid you not it was all day and Portugal. by all day I mean all day yeah. you're going back to the lobster like I remember Portuguese weddings were the midnight buffet I like that better than the actual sit down meal yeah well the sit down yes. meal had seven courses they had a soup course a salad course a fish course and then a main course and a dessert course and then I don't know choo, whatever choo. it was uh, <laughs> I just want to say my wedding reception had to make your own Sunday bar just oh that'd nice. be a good idea yeah yeah because why not? Uh, and the after show rolls early, <laughs> says Lisa Weaver. <laughs> All right, we'll get back on topic. Thank uh, you. I'll start off. Steve Tiffin um, actually came, put down my favorite ambush and patrol on Flagrater's Tuesday night mission paintball. Ah, yeah, buddy. Ambush and patrol was awesome. Well, that goes hand in hand with Wolf that he still remembers his first night game at Flagrater's. Yeah. He also happened to have a sushi bar as midnight buffet, but we'll continue. Um, John Metcalf, skirmish paintball ION 2021 during the 101st Airborne Mission at the start of ION, sneaking past German units and all super fun. I would have to say Foldagap was a love-hate for me. I love the fact that they had tanks and everything rolling around, but I also hated the fact that they had tanks rolling around. Uh, but what a great, what a great scenario that was. Uh, Penny Scasparini says, always looking to drop bases in big games if it's allowed. That's her whole mission for the game. Wolf Critchlow says, uh, to secure a vehicle and drive it off the field without dying is one of his all-time faves. What about that scenario we ran where we put people in two vans, vans, like A-team style vans before there were minivans, and they had an actual sliding door, and we opened it up, and they ran out, and most of them got pummeled pretty was badly. Rogue, was that Rogue Agent? That was Rogue Agent. Yeah. yeah. And they were like the, the what was it, the Colombian police. That was my first big game. Yeah. And that was one of the first things I saw, is that back door open, and the entire van gets slaughtered. I just remember going in the staging area, hey, anybody want to go in the van? The van's going to go drop you guys off in, like, X, X area to try to help push the troops. Yeah, I'll go. Two van packed full of people. And then they are in the staging area a short time later. Yeah, that was um, Matthew Maverick Watts holding the church at the hundred with the hundred first at Oklahoma D Day. We set a record for holding it the longest. The early missions at the original Flagrant or Big Game. Some of my first experience with them and love them. Yeah. Thank you, Matt Maverick Watts. Um, Jason Smith says you gotta grow up. What did he say? You have to just have to man up to play full the gap. I've been there. I think it's awesome. I just yeah. I'd, maybe this year we'll get back there. Christopher uh, Burgey, one that involves game producers or photographers. Uh, uh, Neil Chittenden says, Oklahoma D Day. Yeah. A game none of us have ever thing. gone to. Not we, to D-Day, no. No. Um, Tenzi Smythe says, West Point Combat Classic at West Point Military Academy. Uh, the cadets would use real mortars, machine guns, and smoke grenades. Oh, very cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Keith Kissel says, one time we took a Volkswagen bug onto the field, and it was fun until they shot up the windows so bad that they had to uh, jump onto the, the running boards and open up the wing windows and started shooting us up. That's a people's car. Remember the wing windows? Yeah. Where they would deflect the air out of it so you can roll down your real windows? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember those seeing those for the first time in my dad's truck. What do these do? Nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> um, Tanari Takanogola. I haven't done with those in over 30 years. That's some age. Playing hmm. paintball. That's old. Yeah. Uh, paintball Rookie 4 wants to know if you can still send in envelopes. Uh, yeah, I- I'll have some left over. So if you want to send one in, by all means. I do want to talk about one mission. Sure. My favorite mission. I was a part of it for all of about 20 seconds, and then I got shot out. But we all got a group of us together, and this uh, father and son were in there with us, and they said, we're going to go to a mission. We had to go to the Marine base. We had to get the rockets off the rocket launcher up on the Marine base tower. We all stepped out on the field, and we got ambushed by somebody. We all got shot out, except for the guy's son, who's like, I don't know, maybe 10. So Matt... FFG, the ref, walked down all the way down with the kid through the field. The kid walked over, grabbed these missiles, which are easily about a foot taller than he was, 
and Matt Slater, they're carrying his gun back, and the kid's got two rockets <laughs> under each arm, and he dragged them from the Marine base. You can see the tail fins are dragged all the way from the Marine base. Good for him. He brought them in, and he's like, did I do good? <laughs> Amazing. Good for him. You know, the old staging area. You can yep. kind of see, yeah. you know, we witnessed the whole thing go on. This paintball game was just going over top of this kid this whole time. It was awesome. Jeez. Good for him. Lots of good memories, but to be honest with you, I want to push the topic and get it over so we can get on to some prices, right? We haven't played in a while, and right. I did promise at the beginning of the show, so... My question is to you, Josh, before we get into it, should we have a theme for tonight or no theme? How about the theme is just do prices, right? Not do themes anymore. All right, then I won't tell you what the theme of the night is. Thank All you. right. JT 40th anniversary stickers. It's a sticker sheet. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Mm. I like them, but they're not the official old sticker sheets. I have yeah. some. I have some. But this is not. Like, this is cool, but these are just new stickers. I have one of the old sticker sheets because Joe gave me one. One of the JT ones? Yeah. I have there some. You go. I should find them. And they would make a good vault. I know I've done it, but I should do it again. Be some vaulty goodness. Vaulty goodness. So, what do you guys think, Gavin? I think you won last time, according to my notes. Uh, Mike Thompson also agrees with that. Um, I'm going to say twenty dollars for this, Bob. Okay. Dan Hardy says twenty bucks. Jason Mullins three seventy five. George Hayes says nine ninety five. Joe, what are you thinking? Uh, Twelve bucks. Okay. Uh, Marcelo Costa in the YouTube chat says four ninety nine, and I kind of like that, but it's a little too high for me, so I'm going to say four ninety eight. You're going to go ludicrous? Yeah. Uh, Matt, you want in? These are none that uh, you've been playing with. That's right. Yeah, I haven't played in ages. Uh, for a sticker sheet, new stickers, I would say $10. Wow. All right. Uh, Didn't Joe say $10? I said no, 12. he said 12 Oh. I don't know. Uh, Jason Mullins in the live chat for three seventy five was the closest, but he went over. This sold for three dollars. So we all went over. That's good value. As it kind of should. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Like no disrespect, I like JT a lot, but I not like the vintage ones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this you is want, something that you walk into your local store and you can like ask for some. Jacob Jacob Palmino in the YouTube chat said one hundred and twenty bucks. That'd be for vintage vintage ones. One hundred percent. Fortieth anniversary. Really? So this is something I've Maybe never. Maybe forty years from now, those will be. Worth forty dollars, yeah, in forty more years, maybe for their yeah. 80th anniversary. Um, this is something I've never seen before in this clear plastic. Ooh, Ooh okay, ninety-eight elbow. Yeah, it's an aftermarket ninety-eight tip and ninety-eight elbow, but it's clear, so you'd be able to see. Who would have made that? Um, That's a good I don't have the name of that, but. Huh. Why would you want it? Why not? I, I play, mean, play with my ninety-eight. I, that's I'm, missing the ninety-degree elbow. Where are you going yeah. with that, Todd? No, it's I'm a, just it's wondering. A, it's an elbow. <laughs> no, I know, but why would you want one? Like if you like if you had one that worked, would you buy this? Like why would you want a clear elbow? Is what I'm asking. I guess you could. Oh, you know why? See broken paint. You know you could see if there's alien paint in from a rental field point uh, of view. Go. If you're if you've got it because yeah. if you have a black car from a field owner standpoint for sure. You could see what color the paint is going through, and especially if their gun is not feeding, you could tell if a paintball was picked up off the ground, or if there was a pine cone in it. That's true. Or, or a tim a genius. <laughs> or a donut hole. A, or a or a frog. Okay. All right. Well, Gavin, what do you think? Or frozen paint. Uh, Fifteen dollars for that, Bob. Okay. Oh, Dan Hardy says Lapco. Thomas Burke says fifteen dollars as well. That seems like a Lapco thing. Thirty-two degrees says Thomas Bork. I, I like the thumb get, screw on can it. Can you too. get clear three D printing? Mm. Probably. I, I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Um, all right, Joe. What are you thinking? Uh, Fourteen dollars. Would you say, Gavin? I said 15. Oh, that's too close to Gavin's. Um, 17. Okay. $3. Matt? I bet someone paid $20. 20 bucks. Same with Gerald Lavoie. But this sold for $15. Joker. Gavin, Gavin got it exact as well as someone else in the live chat got it for 15 as well. All right. Never going to win. <laughs> um, all right, Josh. There's a theme, by the way. 
JT paintball soft-sided marker gun case. Wow, that's in great condition. That's pretty cool. This is one of the original ones, but it wasn't this. Didn't JT come out with a, a time where they had a bunch of merch that was super cheaply made? They did. That was like, and I'm not that, dissing on JT. I love JT, so don't it's whatever. Exce- but that's accelerator era. Yeah, when they when the big box store they started coming out with like those cheesy jackets and the when, horrible packs. When and, marketing phoned it in one day. <laughs> yeah. So I hate to say it. So this is not like a high quality sort of thing but That's george cool. hayes says 25 bucks and jason smith says 45 so you so i i i would tend to probably agree with them bond check 35 i'm going 30 dollars bob 30 bucks yeah uh garage sale four dollars and four fifty two cents says keith probably not far off joe what are you thinking uh would you say gavin uh 30 bucks <sighs> say 22 uh by the way jacob palomino says you can with resin printers print oh. clear hmm. Matt, what are you thinking? What about Zuby? Well, none of Josh's damn business. Josh, what are you thinking? 35, I guess. Okay. I'm going to go low here with 10 bucks. Okay. Tezzy Smith says pass. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Genius. This sold for $17. Oh, Mike, Mike Thompson. Thompson. Right on. Look wow. at that. <laughs> if I had the money, Mike, I'd buy this and send it to you just so you had it. <laughs> Um, all right, next up for bid, this. Uh, oh, I covered. Flex oh, full JT full coverage paintball mask with amber lenses. Yeah. Um, so this is the full helmet one. And that lens is not Shot. okay. <laughs> yeah, I would say. Yeah, if it's got crackle crackle, you probably should squinty squinty. <laughs> All right. Uh, who won that one? Me. <laughs> All right, Matt. What are you thinking? You're really competitive. No, I strongly I just disagree. I'm just kidding. Uh, this went for $30. Okay. Come Matt said that with the gusto of Hans Mole Man. <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking? 30 bucks. 30 you bucks. just bid 30 35 bucks. <laughs> Jeff Thompson at 75 <laughs> Matt got really angry. I was just gonna... <laughs> there are rules for a reason. <laughs> Mike Thompson says, hey, would match my JT duffel. <laughs> Joe? Uh, $38. Thomas Bork, 25 with those munch lenses. And Jason Smith says 60 bucks. What does Josh say? I'm going to say 30 just for Matt. <laughs> uh, no, I'll go with uh, 12 bucks. Okay. Bond Chick says 37. Tezzy Smith says zero. We're not buying anything for uh, Tezzy tonight. No. This sold for 40 bucks. Ooh. There's a theme, Josh. Joe is got it that JT? One. It is not. What's the theme? Everything is going up in ascending order. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. That's the original gotcha, gotcha Enforcer gun set. Still an original package. New. Oh, that's kind of neat. Yeah. Let me, oh, I love the carpet, by the way. Gotcha. The sport. The carpet matches the uh, That's like the bowling. product. That's like bowling alley carpet. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's too pilly. All right. Who won that last one? Joe. That's a grandma's house. Joe. All right, Joe. The Enforcer gun set. Fire gotcha bursts at your target to leave a brightly colored mark. 46 46 bucks josh i like how they couldn't get just one to come out so they called it a set ah yes that's true um that was george hayes first market 50 what did joe say 46 okay yeah i'll go 50 Bon Chick says 45. Roger Weber says 49. Matt, what are you thinking? $15. 15 bucks. I'm going 60 for that bad boy. 60. Um, all right. This sold for $44. Damn. Whew. Yeah, 44. That's a steal. Like, if I would have saw that, that's nearly worth a, a snap. A snatch. I'm sorry? <laughs> a snatch. Like, you'd snatch it up. Oh. <laughs> what are you guys... I thought you were peddling women. Yeah. No. <laughs> Send your hate email to... Uh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to find the image. I guess this is it. Uh, 15 years in the making. New paintball goggle V-Force grill. Gold lens. Cataclysm. 
Brand new. And the last item just sold for $44. I don't ever remember seeing this goggle. Not that pattern, but... Is it yeah. genuinely rare? <laughs> Joe, I think, it s- s- feels the same way we all do, but that's okay. What? He I says, said who, who cares? cares. <laughs> oh. Uh, George Hayes says $65. Bucks. Uh, Phoenix Gasparini says $40 for Snatch. <laughs> I'm just reading the comments, ladies and gentlemen. Do not get this upset. This is going down faster than an open Zoom call. Speaking of Snatch, jo- Joshua Estrada says $69. Bucks. There's a lot of questions coming in. <laughs> Who's bidding first? I am because I won that last round. No, you didn't. Yeah, yeah yes, I he did. did. No, you didn't. Sport. He did so. Do you want to refer to my spreadsheet? Yeah. What does your spreadsheet say? <laughs> that I won. Uh, so the <laughs> price for this mask. I, I thought he was doing paid. another snatch joke with his spreadsheet. <laughs> okay, go ahead, man. No, I don't do that. <laughs> Someone paid sixty dollars. Sixty bucks. Arthur Charles Arthur Kennedy says that. Okay. What does Gavin say? I'm saying eighty dollars, Bob. Eighty bucks, Joe. Eighty-eight. Marcelo says at 99. What when, are you thinking? Where's I, our tickets for um, Brazil? Brazil. <laughs> I feel like we're going to break 100 on this one, so I'm going to say 100. 100 bucks. $48. Oh, my God. Really? 48 bucks. Really? That's a huh. For a brand new goggle, that's like. That's a steal. It's yeah. pretty good. All right. Uh, what is this? I got to get gas. All right. Well, where so are we with the score? Uh, well, we have Gavin with one, Joe with one. And me with two. Really? Okay, let's We've try this four again. Items? 2008 Proto Paintball that. Duffel Bag. Look at that. What do you think? Oh, it's slightly used, by the way. Uh, Matt? So this is stock footage? It's stock, <laughs> it's stock <laughs> imagery. From the dying. 30 bucks. 30 bucks? It can't be, though. Just FYI. You want to change your bid? What? Sorry? We're in ascending order, and the last bid was, what was it? 48. $48. So it's got to oh, be more than 48 Oh, I didn't realize. I wasn't paying attention. That's the clearly. theme. Yeah. All right, so 50 bucks. 50 bucks? That's, sec- <laughs> that's secretly how I know Matt didn't win the uh, last yeah. round. But that's okay. 60 bucks. Joe? Uh, 64 50 I bid $50. 51. <laughs> this sold for 69 bucks. 60. What did you bid? 60. What did I bid? 64. Joe gets it. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have a tie, so we have to go to another one here. Um, how about we do this? Used Empire Axe Pro. Just I don't know if you can hear it at home, but the side Matt just had. <laughs> All right, uh, Joe I gets the bid on it first. Play prices right anymore? <laughs> Pretty angry. <laughs> Two hundred and eighteen dollars. Okay, what was the last one? One at sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. So it has to be more than sixty-nine. Okay, yes. and then what are you thinking, Josh? What did Joe say? Two eighteen. Seventy. Matt? Damn it, Zuby. I'm playing the theme here. Yeah, so am I. Do, uh, do, do, do. 100 do, bucks. Do, 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 do. Sorry, Zuby. 71. Roger Weaver says 77. You don't Tezzy Smythe, 300. Anymore. Is that all the bids in? The Allegedly. sigh of the audible 200, Bob, says Charles. <laughs> this sold for 102.50. Oh, wow. Okay. What did Matt get? 100. Wow. All right. Matt, congratulations on <laughs> Gavin's victory. <Yes>. Boo! Boo! <laughs> All right. So thank you guys for uh, watching and listening to the Paintball Podcast. If uh, if you guys are listening, we're going to continue with an after show. If you guys are on Facebook right now, uh, we're going to say farewell to you guys, and we're going to continue to broadcast over on YouTube and record for our after show. Uh, thank you to all of you that have sent stars in. That was awesome. And uh, who was the victor then? I was. No, no, no. <laughs> when it comes uh, to bon, Star Wars, bon everybody chick, wins. Yeah, we're talking about stars there, Gloater. I think it was Bonchick. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, get yourself a paintball Gloater. <laughs> <laughs> so Gavin can kick it off each week. That's right. There we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you to all of you watching in uh, Facebook. And we'll see everyone else in the after show. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. 
Also follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. All right. Thank you guys again for putting up with our show tonight. Um, we are live on YouTube right now. And uh, also, if you guys are still listening, that means you're downloading us as our podcast. So thank you. Thank you for that. Um, I really didn't have much to get to tonight, but I did I did want to talk to you guys or, or see if you guys noticed this. But we did start the show off with some chat GPT nonsense at the beginning. But you know that there's a new app now that you can get on your phone that will, when you're texting or writing an email or anything like that, it's a little extra little button you can click and it'll change your tone, your uh, grammar, you, you your watch spelling. Your tone, you watch your tone with me. <laughs> really? That's why I've been using ChatGPT. I didn't download it. I clicked to install it and then I stopped it and I thought, do I really need this? Um, is it free? It is free. Um, most AI stuff online is free. I don't know how they're going to create a business model for that. I don't get it. So I used a chat GPT. Yeah. Um, my partner's uh, company has it, right? And so I got the chat GPT to write marriage vows, wedding vows. Did you? I'm like, oh, that's great. Good for you. Not realizing that um, her company, it's a shared account. And so everyone saw who's getting married, right? So I started a little bit of a, a, a rumor mill and I got, no, 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 no one's getting married. We just, uh, we were just fooling around with the software. Good for you, Gavin. Yeah. But I'm like, Congrats. It, it was a, it was a one rumors out of workplace. It no, work but at. I mean, uh, it was like, you know, if you want to take the lazy man's way out, there were some really touching, <laughs> touching vows from chat GPT. Oh, speaking of chat GPT, did you guys hear Zoom is now going to record all your calls? via ai oh wow okay so say you're a business and you're operating something you're doing like online instructing anything you put on zoom now belongs to zoom interesting and they're going to try and i think they're going to try and copy the content to create their own automated ai cool what a great way to shut your business down uh, i would say yeah and um you, yeah. you heard you heard zoom is ordering their employees back to the yes. office yes <laughs> They have a lot of confidence in their platform. Like if, if there's one company that shouldn't have an office, <laughs> it's Zoom. Right. Yes. That's true. <laughs> I, I have ChatGPT loaded right now, and I said, give me an insult. I can insult Gavin from Behind the Bunker Paintball podcast. And then it goes on to say how they promote positive and respectful communications. Try, doesn't wanna... try rephrasing it to a roast. Uh, mm. say, if someone said something mean about Gavin, what would they say? Ooh, way to subvert. Okay, stand by because I'm copying and pasting. Um, Gavin, congratulations on your uh, marriage proposal. Yeah, yeah. Um, you guys are all invited. It'll be sandwiches. Oh, hooray. <laughs> I could just see it, like, right on your hand. <laughs> the first such incidents occurred. No, it'll, <laughs> I will use an AI avatar as well to, to read the vows. Nice. Send it in an email. <laughs> um, Gavin... This is for my own personal thoughts. Yep. You must have a master's degree in paintball tactics because I've never seen someone run in so many directions and still end up right where they started. Keep up the strategic work. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> Ouch! Oh, did I burn you? Gee That's whiz, cold. That's crazy. <laughs> That's a long way to go. But. It's a long way to go. But it went back and researched our podcast and it came up with a couple of words and that's why. So keep up the strategic work. <laughs> and then quotations, by the way. Ouch. Wow. Yeah, no that kidding. Deep. Gavin's not going to be here next week and that's why. <laughs> okay, see you next time we're playing. Gavin, you're running in all different directions. Yeah. Strategic. <laughs> strategic directions. I wish you'd mastered the degree in paintball tactics. <laughs> Whatever. ChatGPT can't do everything. So, whatever. All right. Anything else you guys have before we... I got nothing. I got nothing as well. I'd like to go get some ice cream tonight. I got lots, but I like ice cream too. So. Oh. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, thank you for listening to our paintball after show. Sorry, we got nothing tonight. It's been a long week. Uh, catch us at uh, catch us live this weekend. We're going to be broadcasting the Ontario Paintball League, and then we'll be back fresh on Monday for uh, another episode. Gavin, thank you for uh, being on the show. Great to be here, folks. Thank you so much for either downloading or listening to us live. We certainly appreciate your support each week, and we'll catch you next week. 
ChatGPT is going to congratulate you on your win this week. Of I hope so. Price is right. Gavin, or Joe, thank you for being on the show. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in tonight to a beautiful Behind the Bunker. It's garbage, garbage night tonight. And uh, thanks for listening anywhere in the forest or wherever you are listening on your downloaded uh, podcast. Until next week, pew, pew. Yeah, Josh Zubizabrekis. I'm going to see if ChatGPT will make my entire meeting tomorrow for me. <laughs> Can it write a 45-minute meeting? Probably. Yeah. It could it's also... It could also insult Gavin. I gave him, I asked for another one. It says, is Gavin's paintball strategy the inspiration behind all of those you are here dots on maps? No wonder everyone's also lost on the field. <laughs> Makes no sense. <laughs> all right. We're going to be uh, looking for some calamine lotion after that burn. We'll see you guys next week.